What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, you guys? I am so excited for Just Talking today. Today I have my beautiful friends here, Stephanie and Chance, and they are just like the most amazing couple of all time. But the reason I'm so excited about this today is that they have gone through a transformation, not only physically in their bodies, they've also transformed that. So I want you guys to go follow along with them so you guys can see the amazing journey of that. But they've transformed their mind and their complete relationship. And this is what I think is so powerful and impactful is that they both worked on themselves individually and together and together they came back together and really created this beautiful, beautiful marriage. And I really look up to both of them for this. I really admire them for this because this is something, as you guys know, I got divorced. So it wasn't something that I was able to do. And I love looking looking at couples that I can look up to and relationships that I can learn from. And this is what I want to bring you guys value today from is this amazing couple who put in the work to transform and be who they are today. And I hope that you guys can learn from that and get some tools and just some value and just hear some real life experience. So Steph and Chance, thank you guys so much for being here today. Yes, thank you're you. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having us on. I think your podcast is awesome. And um, I've loved listening to episodes and I'm so excited to be on. So thank you for having us. Yes, of course. So tell everybody a little bit about you guys. Um, how long have you guys been together? You guys have kiddos? Like, give us the whole little fun spiel. Give us like a dating spiel. Like, as if I was trying to date. Well, I'm not trying to date. date. <laughs> <laughs> so like a speed dating kind of a thing. Like, yeah. tell us about you. Okay, so we, um, we actually weren't dating at the time, like when we met. So I went out ice fishing with my dad. And we were going out with my dad's um, what was it, his cousin. His cousin, which was my fr my best friend, and <clears throat> she just happened to show up and just uh, kind of just sat back the whole time watching her, things of that nature. He and was staring at me, it was <laughs> and I was well, like, "This gotta... creeper needs to stop staring. I'm just trying to be here to catch a fish." <laughs> so it was yeah. just it was nice to like we were in our own like environments or like the things that we like to do. And like, we weren't even out there trying to attract each other. We just were doing our own thing, like being in the element that we love to be in. Yeah. And then we were able to attract each other, I guess. <laughs> I want you to follow up with that thought though, Chance, because you were saying you were watching her. I want you to finish that. I, yeah, so just watching her, you know, I'm a very uh, observant person. I'll listen and look more than I'll actually talk. You'll find that out today. Um, <laughs> but just watching her and things of that nature and you know, I'm sitting there going, gosh, she's kind of cute. Wonder how old she is, you know, things of that nature just all running through your head. And, you know, so you don't want to be that total creeper when her dad's there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or stepmom and just, hey, you want to go on a date or something like that. Yeah. So just kind of watch that. And as me and my buddy were driving home, um, 
he's sitting there apparently texting uh, her dad. Well, come to find out after the fact, she had the phone the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so he ended, <laughs> ended up getting her number and everything like that. I remember the first thing we were, I mean, we were in Provo Canyon. And my buddy looked at me and he says, do you have Facebook? She wants to know that. I said, you know, I don't have Facebook. Why are you, you know, probably because she wanted to stalk oh, me yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, you have to stalk me. <laughs> yeah, that's the like dating 101. First off, let me stalk you before I say yes to everything. Yeah, so, and it just evolved from there. We just started talking and, and everything and just decided, you know, hey, let's go out on a date and just took off from there with everything. So. And where I was at at this time too, I was recently divorced. I was married for three years previously. And so it was like, I mean, it was a couple months after like the divorce happened. So I w really wasn't looking. I was just in doing my thing. And then somehow this like connection started to happen. So that was great. But they always say that's how it works, right? When you're not right. expecting it, when you least expect it, when you're not looking for it, it always comes. Yes. So I'm just putting it out there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking for it. And it really is because I was the same way. I just got out of a relationship like a year and a half before that. And, you know, I wasn't divorced or anything, just a relationship. And, yeah. you know, I was just like uh, dating casually here and there, but nothing, you know, wasn't <clears throat> really interested in it. So I just yeah. thought, oh, she's kind of cute, found out her age. I'm like, all right, she's within the age range there. <laughs> Getting close to out of it, but close enough. <laughs> there's, there's an eight-year difference with us. Gotcha. Yeah. That's yeah. a good a good gap. So yeah. let's fast forward a little bit through that. So you guys dating, you guys get. So let's kind of go through that the pattern of your guys' relationship and talk a little bit about that. Dating had what? Pregnant after seven months, something yeah. like that. We moved a little fast with everything, so. But it was good. Like we we were dating and we slowly we didn't move in together. But um, just went on dates, and he was an amazing cook. So I'd always come over for dinner, and then that led to me just staying and going to work early in the morning. So then we ended up getting pregnant after seven months of uh, knowing each other. So he cooked, so and then you cooked the baby. Like, yeah. 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 So we did everything backwards. I tried doing it right the first time. And what's, but what's backwards? Like, I don't, I don't, you, like, I feel like that, that there's not even like a real ever way for things, like the real order of stuff. It's just however it works for us, like in that time. Right. 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 Yeah. So uh, yeah, we, you know, got pregnant, had our first son um, <clears throat> about a year, year and a couple months after we first met. And, you know, everything good, you know, <laughs> going well and then got pregnant again. I had my own business at that time and you know, that was always changing everything like that. And it was getting to the point where a lot of me, what I, I was losing me is what was happening. Trying to balance home life and a business at the same time. Yeah. And I remember my dad going through it, but my dad was divorced, you know, so it was like, he didn't have to worry so much about the family life. He could focus on business. Right. You know, and well, then it's hard when you have a business, you really have to put everything that you have into it to make yeah. it succeed. And so it is like, there's a, an imbalance through that because either something kind of has to give, I don't feel like there's ever really a hundred percent balance. It's like, okay, this year it's going to be more my business than my family. And it's recognizing those things, but also being able to talk about that, like in a relationship being like, Hey, this is what our goals are. Here's our focus. Like, so let me know when I may be stepping out too much, like lean back in. But I don't right. think that we're always aware of that or know how to communicate that either. 
And, and it is. And, you know, so we ended up having our second kid. Um, and then at that point in time with our family, we were having some problems with um, my, my nephew. Um, he had some birth health defects. problems and birth defects and he ended up passing away. And, you know, I just kind of went, I went downhill real quick. Um, just kind of, I, I wouldn't say it was sorry me, but <clears throat> not knowing how to communicate my feelings, everything, that nature, um, it, it took a toll on me big time on everything between, you know, my brother, everything that he was going through. And then there's me going, well, why do I get what he does? And why am I, you know, that whole type of thing. And it, it just, you know, went further down, further down, further down. I was just going down that hole. And, you know, I, to a point I realized it, but at the same time, no one was actually listening to me when I would talk. I felt, um, they, you know, they would hear me, but not actually listen to what I was saying. Yeah. And so I just kind of basically gave up was the whole thing. Um, and you know, at that point she was kind of doing the same thing. Um, and that's about right when she started, you know, pure romance, everything like that. So she was gone I needed an outlet. I needed yeah. something to, to basically distance myself. And as much as I wanted to be home with my kids and my family, it was like getting to be a toxic place to be home. And it was really hard. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do this business. And so I can kind of like, it's, it's fun. I needed to make a second income. I really, in a way I was like preparing for like, maybe what if I do need to be financially stable on my own? Like I need to have like a backbone, like a back something to go on because I don't know what's to come. And so, um, with pure romance, I was able to, with, um, it was able to help me like build myself up. And it was giving me an outlet, like to go to parties and to go to meetings and just surrounding myself with really awesome, like people that uplifted you and they're positive. And so I just kept distancing myself from my family and then consuming this new group of people. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I was still showing up as a mom. I still like my kids are my number one priority, but it was just, it was easy to just leave at night and be like, okay, you get the kids, you're home from work. I need to leave. And what so interesting too, is you guys were both struggling and self-sabotaging, but in separate ways. So you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to avoid this situation altogether. I didn't want to deal with this. Like, I'm just going to go put, pour myself into work. Like you deal with it. I'm out. Peace out. Here's my thing. And then, so what was your self-sabotage way? Was there, how are you, were you saying that you were going down a hole? Like, what did that look like for you? Just um, So I, I did, I did turn to substance okay. abuse, um, alcohol. And they're done that, brother. Like, I get it 100%. So, because because it, everybody can relate with that. Yeah, it just, it just numbs you, you know, yeah. to where you can deal with everything. And, you know, it just floated away. You're like, no one cares about me. So, you know, what's the point? Right. And again, to that victim mindset, too, where it just becomes that constant. We're like, okay, I'm just going to drink. I'm going to do this. Like, what's the point? Like, what's the energy for it? And we don't yeah. realize that we're pushing everybody else away throughout that process. Then we start to realize it, like, I'll just drink some more because that's too hard to try to deal with or handle. Like, is that right. something that kind of looked like for you? Yeah, exactly. You know, so I just kept going further down that hole. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, the turning point was I come home one day from work and she'd left me a note. You know, I knew things were pretty serious between us because um, there wasn't, you know, good communication at all with us zero 
Well, and as much as I, um, as much as I was like doing all the self-development, I was working with the coach. I was wanting to better myself and I was trying to, to change him in a way. I was like, look what I'm learning. Let's do this together. Let's go to camping. Let's get you a coach, you know? And there were so many things that I was trying to make him do, but he wasn't in the right mind space to be like, to be ready for it. Like he didn't, he, I couldn't change him. And I needed to just let that go because I was trying so hard to change him and I couldn't. So then I'm like, okay, I just want to love him through this and be there for him. But then I just got to the point where enough was enough. And then that's when I, I just packed a bag and left a note. And so I don't know if you Yeah. Well, I kind of want to talk about that for a second too. So Steph and I actually went on a hike together and kind of talked about this and she's like, I just don't know what I want to do, where I want to be at. Like, I love him so much and I love our family, but enough's enough. And like kind of trying to decide that. And it was at the end of our hike and we actually ended up getting lost on the hike too. Yeah. So it was a really long hike. It was like quite the adventure. But um, she like really made a decision in that, in that moment of like, okay, like this is where, what I have to do. And then we hadn't talked for a while. And then after that, I saw you guys like, just like blooming. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. And I think that's what's really powerful too, is that you are working on all your own self-help stuff and you're really trying to, to be like, okay, here's where I want to be at. And you said something that I think is, is so true. Like I realized like, that I can't make him want this. And I think so often in relationships and even in leadership roles or businesses, like you see so much potential in someone. You're like, I want you to want this so bad. And here's what I'm doing. But the key factor is it always has to be on, on our own path. Like you can never make someone want to do something. And if you've ever raised a toddler, I think we all can realize that, that we all yeah. have like a toddler within us. They're like, okay, this has to be on your own way. And we love people so much. We want to like love them to death, but it's, once we actually make that decision of like, okay, you have to do what's best for you and what's best for me. That's when growth actually happens. And that's kind of what happened with you guys too, I would say. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, but a lot of it too, though, <clears throat> was actually listening to each other. Mm. Um, not just hearing the words that the person was saying, but actually listening and understanding um, when that comes through, when we did separate, I think we, even though we weren't really face-to-face -face communicating, um, our communication was strong. We were actually hearing what each other was saying, what each other needed. Um, I think that initial shock was what helped us get to that point though, because we had no choice but to listen to each other, especially like we both wanted to be together. I just, we both didn't want the situation we had together. We both knew massive changes needed to happen. And so I think, after that initial shock of me leaving and like I made it clear that I wasn't coming back into, and I wrote down like what I expected and um yeah and then as soon as that then we were able to it, we gave it a couple days but then we started with phone calls at night and then um like dropping the kids off was super hard because he'd have them on the weekends and that was really hard to do that initial like kid exchange um but then just we were able to to really talk yeah so. well what is it that you guys heard from each other for the first time that you weren't hearing before i think that's something interesting um so i think before but before like that we we had to like learn like our love languages like this is where we really kind of study deep on like relationships and stuff kind of our own personal sides of it both 
but um, just like learning his love language and the way that he communicates, that was big for me because I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I so blind to this? I didn't know that that's what he needed from me or that's not how, like if I needed, I wanted him to fill this from me, but I wasn't communicating it clearly. So I think that was the biggest thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that, Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, what the way she was giving love isn't the way I receive it isn't the way that it, you know, justifies to me Um, and vice versa to her. Mm -hmm. You know, I was giving, I was giving her love in ways that would satisfy me, not her. Right. So that's, you know, the biggest. Mm -hmm. How do you guys practice that now to like, make sure you're checking with each other, giving each other love and hearing each other out? What, what are the tools that you guys have learned and how do you guys use that today? Um, can I go? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I feel like, um, we definitely at least have a weekly check-in and it's every Sunday we plan our week. And so just having that open communication, which we never had before. Um, we both, uh, we have like our planners, we plan our week. And then this is just where it's like, Hey, what do you need from me right now? Like, what do I need from you? We just really. What a powerful uh, question though. What do you need from me? I think that heavy people in a relationship even ask that or even answer that. And that, that's something I practice with all my coaching clients. He's like, well, how can I support you? What do you need from me? And sometimes they're like, I have no idea. Or sometimes they say all the things are like, like I don't know. I don't even know what I need. But I think yeah. that's so powerful. You guys are asking each other that and checking in. And it could be, I just need you to hug me. Tell me I'm beautiful. You know what? Oh, I, do. Well. I, do that. I like, say, I just want to be snuggled. That's yeah. all I want today. <laughs> and that's I'm, yeah, I like touch. Yeah. that's a good thing to do and so and so what about for you so when she says that are you like okay babe like I got you or how does that work for you guys with that check-in process yeah so when when we do that and I I think we do it daily yeah we do we we talk about it often we can tell that vibe like if something's going on we know like we're just so in sequence that it's like okay what do you need to talk about or do you just need me to give you space and so just being about that and for me like I would just offload with how much stress I have I would just start coming at him and just like vomiting all my stress on him and he's like just tell me are you just venting or do you need me to like fix something like just tell me before you start and so just just going into it that way too that's such a powerful question though because men automatically think process oriented right so like if as women we come and we want to just like yeah and like okay and then i feel better and like women relate that way that's how that's how we communicate with one another and we're like oh yeah girl i feel the same way like totally and we just like vibe off it guys are like okay wait so what's the problem you want me to fix like that's the way that they think and they do mental check boxes of like wait was that the most important thing or was that or was this like okay you just and then we as women we go in circles we don't go point to point point we go like all over the fucking place and so guys yes. are like what i don't know i don't know how to fix what you want from me and so they, they're shut down and they're like okay i heard that and uh, it, that's it right and it so does. i think asking that question is like hey are you venting or do you want, what do you want me to fix like how do you want me to show up for you right now is that in itself could change so many relationships well and right. it, that's right. funny you just said that too because it, it'd be like her you know if she's telling me something, you know, oh, this happened today, you know, it will, she'll start off with what it is. And then we have to go all the way around the tree, you know, to get there. I used to, and and the way I I, I used to be, I'd be like, I would get frustrated. I'm like, just tell me, you know, but now I just sit there and she'll look at me. She's like, why are you just staring at me? 
I might because I know there's a story coming behind it. <laughs> you have popcorn, you're like, I'm ready. No, I think that's it gives me that look like I don't know if he's really processing, it might just be going in one ear and out the other, but at least like I feel better when he listens and when I can get it off my chest. And so just for him to know that, he just takes it, listens to it, eats his popcorn. <laughs> yeah, but I think that is a relationship, though. That is showing up for one another in those moments. I'm like, okay, babe, what do you need from me or her? I'm just going to listen, and, and I'll just really sit here, and I'll really listen to you. And, okay, do you feel better? And just, like, being in that space I, and holding space. So people use that term holding space for one another. It's really that where you're just like, okay, cool. Like, I'll, I'm here. I'll soak it all up for you. I got you. Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. You feel better? I feel better? Cool. And it's it's literally just that, but it's being able to show up like that in a relationship and how, so how have you guys been able to transform where it was before where you guys couldn't hold space for each other to now, was it just shifting and like really acknowledging that love for one another or what was a tool that you guys figured out to do that? Um, boy, <laughs> I think kind of all of it. Number one, like we're saying, you know, weekly, we sit down with each other um you know it could it could take us 10 minutes sometimes it's taken us a couple hours you know to deal with this, to deal with our weekly schedule in yeah. the day. um you know and, and things always change so if something changes we're always there for each other that's the biggest thing is just not being afraid to communicate was the biggest tool like clear communication together just and as soon as something <clears throat> popped up through the week it was just instead of like just not telling him about it or just surprise guess what it was like i need to immediately tell him like what's going on or what you know because things pop up um so just having clear communication i feel and then um knowing each other like um, just knowing the t knowing the tools the love language yeah. of, of your spouse knowing how to show up for them when to show up for them um when you need to back off of them mm -hmm. um and not to, to not take it personal because I think that sometimes we and I this is something I know I do I'll take it personal someone's like hey like if I'm dating someone like I need space I'm like from me why what did I do like how could you not want to be around me are you kidding me but it's like okay don't take that personal and instead like love and honor for each other and be like okay cool like you go do you I trust you like I love you let me know if, can I can I get you a bath you want cookies you want ice cream like and then yeah. step off but it's hard to do that unless you're in a space of yourself where your own self-love I think is full to where you're like, okay, cool. I got you. Like whatever I can do for you. Well, that, that, that was a huge thing for me. Um, coming back into all this was actually learning, Hey, you know, I do matter, mm. you know, because I was always the kind of person I have to do this for everyone else. Yep. Um, you know, I have to be here for that, for this person and this person and this person. Well, I wasn't being anything for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once I went, hey, this is enough, you know, I need a change. And I mean, it was basically overnight, you know, and because I'd never give myself self-gratification ever, no matter what I'd done, no matter what I'd accomplished, anything. It was always, I found the dark in it. I didn't do it good enough. I could have done it faster. I could have done a better type of mentality. And once I learned that, you know, it's okay to slow down to actually acknowledge what you have done. I mean, my biggest thing that I, when all this happened transpired was I went to, I was going to work at four in the morning and I'd make the bed. And honestly, that, that would set my whole, whole tone. 
I made the bed today. And when, when. exactly. And so it just, you know, compounded from there. And, you know, she's even asked me, you know, multiple times because, you know, everyone struggles. There's no two ways about it every day. Um, she's asked me multiple times. She's like, how do you, how are you doing this now? How do you, how did you go from zero to 100 it's, basically? It still like shocks me most days. Cause I'm like, this was such a huge flip and transformation of chance that it still like blows my mind. You know, but it's like I told her, you, you have to transform yourself every day. Yep. You, you cannot be the same person that you were yesterday. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know, your relationship with yourself, with your spouse, it changes daily, no matter what. Every day I have to wake up and find, you know, a new reason to love Steph, mm -hmm. to love her. Um, you know, because you just get worn out with the same. And that's what happens a lot that I, that I see with relationships. Stagnant. It's just monotonous, stagnant, whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, it's the same thing over and over again. You get stuck into a routine of not talking, sitting and watching Netflix, not paying attention to you and not loving you and like being your best self. And that's one thing that I'm hearing from you too, is that you're like, okay, I decided that I was enough and I was worthy of this and I was worthy of love and worthy of whatever of, my, of myself. And then you can give more to Steph and give more to you. And it started with you giving yourself these initial wins. And it sounds like that's what really shifted your mindset. And while it's like, it's overnight, I do believe that we change overnight, but I believe that it's because there's been so many nights where we're like, holy shit, like when, when is it going to finally be enough? And then something right. finally clicks in us and it's like, today's the day I'm done. Like I'm over it. I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. And then that mentality, mentality, like shift something within you that it literally, like, you can't explain it to someone else, but you're just like, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure I'm always going to be my best self. And if I have to wake up at four o'clock every morning, three o'clock too, like whatever I have to do to do something hard to prove to myself, you can do this no matter what, like you just, it, it's within you and you become that. And I don't know, I feel that from you. I'm like, cause yeah. I've been in that same spot and stuff has too. And it's like, and, when, and that's when people start to see it. They're like, what are you doing different? Like something's different about you. You're like, yeah, because I found me. And it's just yeah. it's that, you know? And so is that what, did you stop drinking? Like what did that look yeah. like for you to transform and like just be, and you and you did, you had a complete body transformation too. So I'd love if you kind of talk about what your, your mindset was and like making the bed, doing all these little things. Like what is it that's helped you through that? Um, so a, a lot of that, you know, I, I did seek out help, professional help. Awesome. Um, you like know, that day, wasn't it? It, it was. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I do remember the date exactly. Uh, April 26th. Nice. So was. So it's almost, it'll be a year next month. A year. Yep. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Good job. Yep. I honor you for that. Yep. April 26th. Um, and. You should this, look up those numbers, 426. It's kind of weird, too, because it's like 246 backwards. So, you know, doing that, um, got into counseling. Um, you know, I, I'd always been a very anxious, high anxiety person, um, you know, got on medication that is helping me huge, huge. I always, I always used to have that mindset because here I am, I come from, you know, the fitness industry. That's where my degrees are in. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always, and at that time when I was going through it, um, you know, very kind of, oh, you don't need this type of stuff and so on and so forth and really hush hush still you know, yeah. back then when I was in college. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of help that way. 
And so I really, I really had to focus my mindset that way, that this is okay to do, no matter what I've kind of been taught, this is okay. This does need, you know, there's something here within me yeah. that, you know, is, is wrong. Yeah. Um, well, it's like giving yourself permission because when we believe something for so long to be true, it's, we're like, oh wait, can my truth be different? And our truth can be different because yeah. like what my truth was for me when I was eight years old, I believed in unicorns. Like they were going to come and hang out with me every day. I know that that's not, I mean, maybe it is true. Who knows? But I know that's no longer my truth today. And I think people get so stuck on what their truth was that the truth always has to be that. It's not the case, like what you're saying. And, and that's where these limiting beliefs come into play for us so often is we're like, but this has always been like what I know to be true. And even in business, you own a business. It's like, just because we've always done it that way doesn't mean it's the way it always has to be done. And it's just switching those little beliefs help us to switch into who we can be our best for today. So I think that's yeah. powerful what you're saying. Yeah. And, and that was huge. You know, just, just finding that, that self-love for myself and, you know, just remember, you know, what, because back when I was in college, I did do counseling for a little while too. That's awesome. And, you know, I remembered what that done for me then. And, you know, so it, it, it was a huge thing. And I mean, it was just able for me to transform everything inside of me and, you know, physically too. Um, you know, I'm in the best shape of my life that I've ever been in now. Get it. It's um, awesome. You look amazing. Yeah. You guys both look amazing. You guys are killing it. I love it. <laughs> so awesome. And it, but that really does like, that starts from the inside though, too. Cause you could have, I think, and I find this too, like in the fitness industry is that some people could have like the most amazing bodies and like, and they're the, the, the most insecure because they're like yeah. trying to fight it so much. They still haven't loved themselves for it. Like period, you know, that that's the biggest thing. It's just like you said, and, and, you know, I've listened to your podcast many a times and, you know, self-love it, it, you know, so huge, so powerful, no matter what, if you don't have that, you can't be a good person to yourself. You can't be a good parent. You can't be a good spouse. You can't be a good son uh you know any of it it's it's impossible without well, and, it and to talk about like where we were at raising our kids i mean our five or he was four at the time he was having the worst tantrums and freakouts, and we're trying to figure out how to parent and take care of this but it just our vibe when with how bad we got like they were it was trickling off to our kids and so since we've been able to like rebuild our marriage and be happy with ourselves and with each other our whole like our whole family is happy like our whole family feels like a team and the kids rarely have tantrums or freakouts because and I just feel like it's because we are strong parents we are strong relationship and we just have a super strong family because we've been able to build such a beautiful family and that is that's exactly what it is is like being able to know where you want to be at and being able to get to there but it's like Sometimes you don't know what it is that you want until you fix within, within. And you're like, oh, okay, here's how I can be better for everything else. And I love that you guys are saying this because so often people are like, oh, it's selfish if I start working on myself and love myself because then I'm taking away time from my kids or my husband or my wife. But it's like, you're, you're not even showing up for those people today because yeah. you don't love yourself enough to be able to show up for them. And so what, how different is it going to be and how much can that transform? And our kids are so in tune with us, regardless if we think they are or not, like they hear what we say, they know our energy, they can feel our vibes. That was one thing for me and my ex-husband, what really helped us decide to get divorced and not feel like this huge amount of guilt about it was that one day we were in the kitchen and um, Harper was just like a couple weeks old and Ella's like, mom, dad, kiss. My, my teacher says that when you're in love, you kiss. And we're like, Mm okay and we like like hurry up and like kiss and we're like that's not fair 
like we're this is what we're teaching her and so it's like it, that's what our, our kids get that our kids see it. so I love it you guys are talking about like the self-love part of this is it's helping you guys show up as better parents as better spouses better sons better daughters like it does it just transforms you in all that you do and that's what's so powerful yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. yep <laughs> so what do you guys so now that you guys have really like I mean really I want people to really understand this is that like you had yourself packed up you were literally like gonna bounce you guys get back together and then now you guys are stronger than ever do you guys ever like what do you and your practices are just check in once a week and stuff do you guys do like specific date nights like how do you guys keep like romance alive or keep it so it's not monotonous where you're like okay yeah we're back into the same routines or like do you guys do more things together now than you ever did before like what does that look like and um, if you guys could kind of paint that picture for us yeah so um so we with our whole like gym routine so this was something that I um went out into like before I left chance like I knew I wanted transformation in my life because I was just tired of where I was with like all aspects so starting the gym routine um for me it's been about a year and then with him doing his gym thing so him basically being my trainer too like we work out together so I feel like that's like we get I don't know what I'm trying to we, explain we we get a lot of <laughs> Honestly, most couples would probably freak out with the amount of time that we spend Spending. together. We do. We spend a lot of time. Um, <laughs> because, you know, she's home all week, basically, and, and unless she has to leave at nights. Um, I get off work at 12. So from 12 to 6, you know, most daily, we're, we're together, whether it's at the gym, uh, once, you know, kids get home from school, playing with the kids, all of that, going to the park, something like that. So we really don't do a lot of individual date nights. I think we, you know, we enjoy our family time so, so much, much yeah. that that's just our, our experience, our love, our, you know, we hate kind of being, it's not overshadowing our kids or anything like that, but we just love that whole vibe. Yeah. We get with them all the time, you know, because we know, you know, they're going to be teenagers soon and they're not, not going to want to be with mom and dad. <laughs> Please don't come around. Please stop. I'm being selfish right now. Right? But, but yeah, well, just I would love to hear too, like on an intimate level, has this changed your guys' relationship? And I'm going to bring that up just because you do pure romance. And so I'm sure that there is a lot of romance within that. But has that changed your guys' relationship um, in that where you feel more confident in yourself and your, in that? Like, has that changed for you guys too? Yeah. So I feel like we've always had a really strong intimacy even with like going through our changes and stuff, we've always had a pretty good intimacy. Um, however, like since I've, since we've been able to have the stronger bond, it has been more, um, I felt more of a connection. It's, it's definitely, can I answer yeah, this? Yeah, here, like we're ready to answer. Because <laughs> the only reason I say that is before, um, it just basically was sex. Yeah, that was yeah. it, you know, now, um, when we do have those intimate moments, it's intense. It's very, very um, personal, emotional. I mean, to the, it's completely different because you actually understand that love for that person, what is going on in that moment. And it just the touch is different, the feeling, all of it. Um, you know, you can, you can actually feel it in your partner's body too, the complete difference from a year ago to now it's absolutely 100 percent different 100 times better <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. well 
well, and to me, it's like it's because you're making love. Like there is there is such difference between like sex, fucking, and making love. Like there's all these different things, right? Yeah. And, it, and I think it's that it's like and it's it's actually being connected to someone. Like when you, like you love someone and you see them and you allow each other to be seen. So here's what I'm hearing from you guys is it, you both found your own personal love, self love, right? You saw yourself. And then now you allow each other to see each other because sex is intimate and it's beautiful and it's like in your soul, right? So you're, when you're saying like, this is whole this other feeling, this other thing, it's like, I see your soul, you see my soul and it's the most beautiful thing ever. And like, I just want to make love to your soul. Like I want to be all up in it. And it's just that. And like, that is such a different feeling and that's a completely different connection. And while you guys are both saying that, I could feel like you guys, like I could feel your love just like in that and it, it's so cool because like you can feel someone's energy just anywhere you know and I think that's amazing too and I think that that I think sometimes people in relationships where they're not connected will use sex to try to make up for the, the lack of actual connection of actual communication right Be like oh well, we're still having sex so something must be okay but there's difference when you're actually communicating and having sex too if that makes sense and, and yeah we, we we were at that point definitely 100 okay. percent. you know and like I said now it's just just the the feeling. I'm gonna tell you when you when you really get to love someone and know them, you know from the inside, um, you you can make them have feelings that you never thought <laughs> that were possible, especially even in the bed. You know, I and to be straight out frank, you know there are things that I can start doing to her in the bed now that you know I can just feel her body. Oh yeah. And, you know, I know, okay, I don't have to be told. I don't have to, you know, ever say, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> I love that. No. But yeah. And that's amazing. And that makes your relationship 10 times stronger too and more impactful. So 100%. I love that. What else, what else do you feel like has transformed for you guys? Or what are some other things that's really helped you guys throughout your relationship where you guys are so strong? now and communicate now and parent now and everything like that and you guys have a, a goals that you guys are working towards together where in the past me that wasn't the case what would be your guys's um i guess advice for people in relationships maybe they have a good healthy relationship or they're where you guys were at a year ago what would you guys tell them to do to help them get where you're at now um i would just preach the whole self-love thing get get at a space where you can love yourself and that you're happy with yourself and have that open communication and strong communication. Um, take the steps of, you know, figuring out your love language and having like, yeah, open communication and just figuring out like. I, I but the, the the love language doesn't come just towards the other person. You have to know your yeah. own love. You yeah. have, you know, that's the biggest thing. How how do I self gratify myself? Mm -hmm. How do I love myself? How am I going to create that acceptance and love for myself? Right. Or I can learn someone else's. Right. Um, I think that's powerful too, because so often in relationships, we're expecting our partner to make up for the, our own lack of self-love to give it to us. So we feel like we're enough rather than um, giving ourselves our own self-validation, being like, no, I am enough. And now I can, now I feel enough to where I can even give you enough. And right. versus showing up in a relationship, expecting someone to try to, to give, all that to you that's just yeah, right? see and that's the that's the biggest part is you know we in relationships from what i've experienced in the past you're all about 
the giving, giving, giving part, you know, what am I, what do I need to give to this person for them to love me? What do I, you know, um, when you need to be giving to yourself, truthfully, that's before, no matter what, every day. Well, it's just like, we both are continuing to grow too. Like he still goes to counseling every once in a while. I still work with coaches. It's just like, we both want to grow individually. And then it's also helping us grow together too, because it's like, you know, we're, he knows where I'm at and where I'm wanting to go with my goals. And I know where he's at, where he wants to be with his goals. And so just helping each other, um, staying connected and growing together is just what we're continuing and, to do. And, and you do with, yeah, with the communication, you have to let that other person be the other person, no matter what you can't that. try to stifle them. You can't, you know, all you can do is support them 100%, no matter what, you know, even if your gut instinct is saying, Hey, this isn't, you know, the right thing to do. You don't want to shut them down. Right. Um, when you truly love that, but you have to, yeah, exactly. You have to try to find a way to understand, to, uh, make that work, you know, for that person to sit down and say, Hey, this is what it's really about. You know, can you sit down with me and, and try to understand it? And, you know, let me, let me try this, you know, one thing that goes back to you guys talked about earlier is like listening to it, to each other, like actually sitting here. I want to actually hear you out. I want to listen versus so often we're just listening to wait for our turn to talk or to prove the other person wrong or like make them feel dumb or stupid. And when you're like listening to someone, Hey, I want to hear, I want to understand why you feel this way. I want to hear what's going on with you. That's a whole different energy, a whole different place. And your heart's actually open to be like, okay, cool. Like I can hear that. I can see that. Or yeah, I could see how that made me, made you feel that way or how I couldn't show up for you or okay, whatever, or even be able to express how you actually feel. Cause sometimes, and I know so many women do this is that we'll hold on to all of our feelings that we're really upset about. And then we'll stomp around the kitchen and slam the cupboards and do all these things and just expect our husbands or partners or boyfriends, whatever they are to be like, Hey, are you okay? Like what's wrong? And they know that. So they're just not going to ask that question. Like when you want to actually be an adult and talk to me about it, then we can deal with it. But that's part of like showing up in a relationship being like, Hey babe, like I, you hurt me. Like I am being vulnerable, man. Like I, I don't feel cared about, or I don't feel like you see me right now. I don't feel like if I'm being acknowledged or, Hey, like this was important to me and this didn't happen. And I think that's part of communicating, having that space and listening. But I don't know. What do you guys feel about that? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like, yeah, I'm a little <laughs> too overbearing that way anymore. You know, cause like the little slightest, slightest vibe now I'm like, are you okay? Do you need <laughs> Do we need to talk? Sit down. Come exactly. <laughs> Basically, last, yeah. Last week, I got a little um, overwhelmed with life. And I'm like, I'm just going to go ride a horse. Like, because he knows that's my outlet. Like, he knows I needed to get out. So he's like, you just go. Take as long as you need. <laughs> go fill your cup. Yeah. Kids. Then but I'll be ready. That's powerful, though, too. Because how often do people, we know what, what we need. And to be like, hey, here's what I need. And then for your partner to be like, cool, babe. I'll take care of the house. Like, you got it. You go for it. So that way that, that guilt doesn't show up or that where you're like, well, I really need this right now, but, but the family needs me to do this over it instead. And it's like, that's where a beautiful partnership comes into play is like, yeah, you go do it because there's going to be the day where Chance can come home. And he's like, Hey, yeah, babe. Yeah, I can't. Nope. I'm going to go on a go shooting or I'm going to go well, on or whatever it is that you want to go do. I've done that Sunday. He asked me to cook dinner and I was like, Oh my gosh, the world's ending <laughs> dinner every night. And so, so for him to be like, I just, I just want to break from cooking dinner. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, and then yeah. I was like, because I'm like, oh shit, I have to feed my family. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make? What was the dinner? 
Yeah, it was pasta and um, chicken. It was very simple, but that it was, it was delicious. Good. Yeah, they're still alive. I didn't give them any food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, but how powerful is that, though? And I love that you guys have, like, just ways to show up for each other and different things that you guys both do and spending so much time together. Like, that is a lot of time together. And just to still, like, and to be happy. You guys are both smiling right now and just, like, oh, like all cute and in love and, like, twitter painted. And I think this is beautiful. I just love, I love the power in this of, of persevering for yourselves and then for each other and where you guys both worked individually and then it came back together and now you guys are still working individually but and together and I think that so often people feel like if I start working on myself I'm going to grow so far away from my spouse that I'm going to get separated or there's no way we can even grow together but I think you guys proved that wrong where you guys you kind of did grow a little bit apart, but that made you come together 100% and full force. And so what would you guys say for people who are afraid of self-growth? Because that is a fear for a lot of people. They're like, well, if I want this, but my spouse does it, I'm afraid that, that we're going to grow so far apart that it won't work. Yeah. So, um, so for me is like, I try to include chance with everything. So when I meet with my coach, like I come home and like, I'm just excited to, to talk to him about it. And so instead of just keeping it all to myself or like I go to like a pure romance convention or something, like he might, like he, he seems like he wants, like he's involved and he cares about it. And so um, it's nice for me to feel like he's included in my journey as well. And um, so that's been, that's what I've enjoyed. What do you mean I seem like it? You seem, like, cause you're, you all, he always I, wants I think, to help me. He I, always, I think I push harder for you to, on all your stuff than you do your own cell Uh, (laughs) I think that's why you get worn out because you hear me trying to crack that whip all the time (laughs) I just need that extra accountability (laughs) but no it it is I mean you know you you just said it I mean you have to have your self-growth you have to have growth together no matter what Um, you got to think basically, I mean, I don't know how to phrase it, but you're always having to come back to that middle with each other. You yeah. know, you don't want to grow faster than your spouse does. Um, and you do have to be on that same page. You do have to find a way to present that when you ask, you know, how does someone do this when someone wants to grow, the other person doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, it does create a lot of indifferences a lot of ways too you know that I've thought about that I've watched lately um, and that me and my counselor have talked about is doing things with you know that that spouse yeah if that spouse wants to go to this meeting you know do it um, figure it out learn what it's about or learn you know what they're doing because yeah. uh, it's a whole different perspective on it you know I was very blind to when she started doing this pure romance um, you know, very hard for thing for me to accept and all of that. And, you know, now I work for an MLM, so I get both sides of it. I see the, the sell side of it and I see the corporate side of it now too, you know, and I'm going, all right, you know, there's some potential in this stuff, you know, that oh, for happen. Sure. um, but learning it though, too, because hers is completely different than where I work. Um, and understanding it, wanting to understand that. Is, is the biggest thing wanting to know yeah, why yeah. You, want, you know and and finding that in yourself why is my why is my spouse wanting to change and I'm not 
you know, is there something wrong with me? Always asking yourself why every day is, is my biggest, my biggest thing that I've learned for myself. And I think the thing too, is like, think of it as a race, like chance and I, we're not in competition. Like we're, we might be trying to hit that finish line or get to the next level, but we're not doing it as like, who gets there first. We're doing it as like, we're both going to cross it eventually. Hopefully it's at the same, you know, I'm not too far behind, but we're just pushing for the same things. And it's not, he's not leaving me behind. I'm not leaving him behind. We're on the same journey. So I think that's important too with any spouse out there. Oh, totally. Like not a competition, just in it together. Yeah. And I yeah. think people do get super competitive with one another and that can turn into something really ugly where it can become people just don't want to communicate with each other because, and it's, it's, un, it's unsaid competition or, you know, again, that can happen in marriages too. If one person makes more money than the other, you guys aren't talking about stuff like that. Or, you know, I, I think all those kind of things can come up for it. Or you see one spouse getting in shape and the other one isn't. And it becomes like this, like, well, now they're, are they going to get more attention? Like what's going to happen? And then, and it becomes like their own insecurities rather than just like showing up for each other and not me and doing it together rather than making that competition for sure. Yeah. No competition, maybe a little bit, but you know, <laughs> but like fun competition. Fun competition. Fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, don't, don't make it a, yeah, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing crazy. I love it. Well, so the five love languages, you guys would recommend to everybody to go take the test, read the book, do it for yourself. Is there anything else that like another book or anything else that's helped you guys out or something that you guys would recommend for our audience that would really help them out? I'm just doing a schedule together. Like I even that, like it sounds so silly. Cause it's no, like, oh, I, don't, I believe in that. Yeah. But like just doing it together and letting just, cause it sets the tone for communication because yeah. you're now communicating about your week what, where you're going to be at this time. It, it really makes, it makes me feel, um, more relaxed. Like it gives like me valued, almost because you're like, okay, now you see everything that I do in the house or for the house or for the family. And here's what I have going on. Here's what here's chance that I have, you have to do too. And it's like, okay, how can I help you? How can I support you? Oh, here's what this week looks like. It's going to be overwhelming and busy. Okay. I get why you might become home a little ornery. Okay. It's like, but it's just checking in with one another rather than just going about the week and expecting someone else to know what's going on. So I think right. that is huge. Power. Yeah, we Weekly, not a whole month. Like you could do a whole month, but just sit down and break it down every once a week, break it down. Uh, I think that's been huge. Yeah, that, that has been huge. Um, uh, and, and honestly, one big book for me was the five second rule. I don't. Oh, uh, yes, I love that. Five, four, three, two, one. Mel Robbins is my girl. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, just understanding that, you know, and like I said, here I was in the fitness industry, you know, for years and years and years before my other business. And, yeah. you know, you just forget all that stuff, how easy it is to push something off and push something off. Um, mm -hmm you know, don't push it off, especially when it comes to your spouse. If they need to talk, it doesn't matter what you are doing. Unless the house is on fire, you know, you, your spouse needs to talk then and there, yeah. you talk then and there. Right. If it's something that you can't work out, take five minutes, take 10 minutes. I know we've done that, yeah. you know, um, to where we might start feeling each other, get a little angry or something. And, you know, we'll change the subject or we'll walk away from it. We don't necessarily do it anymore because we've hit that point where it's, there's no use fighting over it. Yeah. There's no use being angry. You know, right. it's not going to solve anything. It's going to make matters worse. Right. So let's just talk about it. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. And just communicating, like just yeah. literally communicating. And I think that's the huge key in all of this is hearing each other out, communicating, showing up for each other and communicating with yourself, what your own needs are and loving yourself 
and seeing yourself throughout this whole journey and then recognizing each other and helping each other be seen too. Yeah. And like you said, don't try to communicate something to your spouse when you don't know what you want. Right. Right. You know, don't, don't word bomb it as you, I've heard you women like to say that a lot. <laughs> word bomb. We do like to word bomb it and we like to use that word as well. I love it. Well, you guys have been so amazing and I just really, I look up to you guys so much. I think your relationship is so beautiful and so powerful and I know so many other people do too. And um, is there a way people can reach out to you guys if they have some questions for you or they would like to get some advice or just talk to you guys about your relationship? What's the best way for our audience to hear from you or talk to you? Yeah, just follow us on either Facebook or Instagram and um, reach out to us. Send us a message. Uh, we are... I mean, we've had a lot of people reach out and they've been inspired by our story or they've like asked me questions. And so I've had more people now reach out that I were thinking of doing something like maybe a Facebook group or something like that. So we can give back and help other relationships, but we haven't figured it out yet. So um, four, three, two, one, go make it happen. I know. We, yeah. we are. It's been, like we said, you know, it's been a little crazy this I know this world's crazy today. Coronavirus, earthquake. It was a little weird this week. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know, I know. <laughs> and it's only Wednesday, you guys. This week's not even. Like, <laughs> if, if like a, if a werewolf was like sitting out here, I wouldn't even be surprised. I'd be like, cool, that makes sense. Like, absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, truthfully, this, this past year, I've been like the most positive person and everything like that. Like you said, my whole mindset, and just this week, I've been like, whoa, okay, yeah. Gotta, we got to, I got to revamp, recompress it, you know? <laughs> well, I think that's the key though, is that we're just being tested in that. It's like, okay, where is my mindset really at? And like, okay, what are the tools that I have for right now? What do I need to pull out? Oh, maybe yeah. this tool's not working. Okay, let me try this one. And it's just practicing what we use all the time because throughout this, the most positive person is still going to feel this regardless. And I think that's part of it too, is to understand it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling, but you don't have to make a home out of that. You don't have to live in that feeling forever. Right you can use the tools to get back to where you want to be at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make sure you do it daily though. Daily. <laughs> Don't daily. let that cloud hang over. <laughs> no, get it on out of here. I love so it. yeah, I'm sure Steph will yeah, post just, where to get a hold of us. And Yeah. Well, I, I'll link you guys both up in this podcast. I'm also going to link the five love language tests. I'm ready. All of our listeners yeah. go take it. It's super, yeah. it's free. It's easy. It takes like five minutes. There's also a five love language test you can take with your kids. So I don't know if you guys have done that study with your kids, but you can do it with your children to see like how your kids receive love and then how you can speak to your kids. It's actually like a whole booklet of it and stuff. I've done it with my oldest and that was, it's really cool to do. I think they have to be, I'd say probably like five to do it, but um, cause that way they can help you understand more of them. And she's very much like a touchy feely person. And I, I'm a touchy feely person sometimes, but not like, we're like, I, I don't need you to sit on me or be that close to me. I'm like, okay, sister, like that's enough. <laughs> and that is so her love, you know? And so I'm like, okay, how do I embrace this and acknowledge that? And like, there's certain things to do with your kids and stuff too. So I think it's cool. And that's very important to learn too, because she's the same way. She's <laughs> that very affectionate touch. And he's the opposite. And I'm the opposite. I'm yeah. where the struggle was. Yeah. <laughs> like, just hold me. Hold down, get out of here. Yeah. So, yeah definitely. Tell them this, you know. That test is huge. So. It yeah. is. And it's good for you to know, like you guys both said too, it's like, oh, this is how I receive love. Because how we give love isn't always the same way we receive love. Like, I'm very much so an acts of service kind of person for love and words of affirmation. But I'm not the same way about receiving love. Like, I, so it's just, it's different for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I've been able to, so during my 
parties that I do with Pure Romance, I bring up all these relationship um, tools too that really help um, at the parties too with connecting with them. Relationships. Well, and if our audience, if they want to book a party with you for Pure Romance, how could, they can just reach out to you. Yeah, back. reach out to me. Yep, yep. I love to get your girlfriends together, do some sexual health education and talk about just enhancing your intimacy with yourself with your partner so yes it's so and fun to do and doesn't want to find girls night and you can learn about all these things and hang out with you so that's even I love it. well you guys are so amazing thank you so much for being you i'm so proud of you guys i honor you guys for the hard work you put into yourselves into your relationship into your family you guys are truly amazing we need more people like you out there talking about the real things they've gone through and where they're at now so other people can say oh this has happened to us it's real it's okay like here's how we get through it. So thank you guys for stepping up and being that awesome example. Thank you for having these podcasts and all this great tools that people can come to for help and motivation and all the things. So thank you. Yes. I love you guys. You're amazing. Have the best day of your life. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Just Talking today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're fill on that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.